Likutei Sichais, Chelek Yutes, Parshas Kisavai, Chai Elul. Chai Elul, the birthday of the two great luminaries, the Baal Shem Tev, who founded Hasidus in general, and the Altarebbe, who established and laid the foundation for Chabad Hasidus, is always adjacent to the Torah portion of Kisavai, and at times it is the actual date of Chayelul on Shabbos when this portion is actually read. And because all designated moments in time throughout a Jewish year are alluded to in the week's Torah portion, we thus deduce that in the Torah portion of Kisavai, the date and essence of Chayelul too is alluded to, particularly as Chayelul is considered a notable date in fact, a festive date on the Chabad calendar. The name of the Torah portion, Kisavai, emphasis on Savai, represents the content of the Torah portion in its entirety and reflects on our nation coming to the land of Eretz Yisrael, Savai El Ha'aretz, and inheriting her and settling the land. In fact, our sages teach it's not only here in our Torah portion that Savai, coming, means inheriting and settling, but wherever the phrase Ki is used in Torah, it refers to the time or a time when the land has been inherited and settled. The significance of this is that though the verses define this time for us saying, when you come and inherit and settle the land, it is in fact in the very words of Savai or Kisavai that identifies the time as such, after inheritance and settling the land. In, adi- in addition, inheriting and settling Yerusha Yeshiva isn't a reference to the state of the individual who, after inheriting his portion of land in Eretz Yisrael and settling it, developing and harvesting a crop, has the mitzvah of bringing Bikurim, the first ripened fruits, to the temple. It's only after all of the land of Israel is, as Rashi teaches in the very first Rashi of this Torah portion, inherited and settled, then the mitzvah becomes relevant, a process that took 14 years. And this process is inherent in the name Savai. How do we understand this? The accurate translation of Bia, entering, is characterized by complete entry into something. In fact, our sages teach in the Tractate of Chulin that partial entry isn't considered entering. The Tractate of Chulin deals with non-sanctified or non-sacrificial meat, And the Gemara teaches regarding the status of one who enters a leprous house, a house which has been afflicted by leprosy, and then handles non-sacrificial food or handles sacrificial food, that the law determining if these things are now impure is dependent on whether he fully or partially entered the home and all agree that bia bimixas loishamabia. Partial entry is not characterized as entry. And even it's, if it's only a small bit, 
that didn't enter, it's not characterized as entry. Much like tefillah, immersion must be total entry, and even a hair cannot remain unsub- unsubmerged. Hence, survey means, particularly after the 14-year process of inheriting the land and settling it, because only then were we fully entered, so to speak, in Eretz Yisrael, properly settling the land. More so, as long as not every Jew who was supposed to be settled there was settled, an individual settlement of his portion too was not complete. It was not yet survey, the complete entry into the entirety of Eretz Yisrael. This connects Parsha's survey and Chayelo. What Teres Achsidus achieved, revealed through the Baal Shem Tev and the Altarebbe, was that the divine service of Torah and mitzvah observance is performed with a characterization of Savai, complete entry into one's divine mission and service, until nothing remains of the individual that's not permeated with Torah and mitzvahs. And just as Savai has two aspects, the general idea of Savai and the details of what makes Savai complete, the inheriting and settling details of all of the land of Israel, Chai Elul has two similar aspects. It is the birthday of the Baal Shem Tev, who founded Teres Achsidis in general, and it's also the birthday of the Altarebbe, who founded Teres Achsidis Chabad, Chabad Chassidus. They're different in that, as the Friedrich Rebbe says, the Baal Shem Tev illustrated for us how to serve God, similar to the general idea of Savay entering the land, and the Altarebbe taught us how we can serve God, taking the general and bringing it into actuality with the details, much like the details of the 14-year process of inheriting and settling the land. To better understand, let's shift our focus to the familiar idea regarding the fact that the revelation of the study of Chassidus constitutes a preparation for Mashiach's coming. As Mashiach responded to the Baal Shem Tev when he asked, Osimar, when will Mashiach arrive? When the wellsprings of Chassidus will be disseminated outward. The Kabbalists teach that until Mashiach comes, all revelation excuse me, all revelations are only an external expression of God's essential will, and only Mashiach will achieve revealing the imminent and inner revelation of God's essential will and desire. As a preparation for something, certainly has somewhat of that which is being prepared for, we thus determine that the achievement of Chassidus is the idea of imminence in observance, and therefore, Chassidus draws divine imminence into this world. The essential difference between imminence and externality for a person is that imminence, pneumius, is about man's work with self. Externality is about man's interaction with another outside of self. The difference in man's divine service is that when a person 
only approaches something externally. He isn't completely engaged in and engaged by what he's doing. He and what he's doing remain two disconnected things. But when a person does something with imminence, he's totally involved in this because whereas he is involved so completely, there's no room for anything outside of him. He and what he does become a unit, become one. And this is the achievement of the revelation of Chassidus. Chassidus and Pneumius HaTayra in general, which is referred to as Nishmasa Da'iraisa, the soul of the body of Taira, reveals the point of vitality in a Jew in all of his Torah study and mitzvah observance. The characteristic of highest vitality is that it becomes unified with that which it gives vitality to. Vitality doesn't add new detail to something. A living body has no more limbs than a non-living body, but it vitalizes every aspect of the already existing body, making every body feature vital and alive. It adds nothing because highest vitality is the soul and the imminent aspect of a person. Wherever vitality flows, it penetrates that area completely. This is chassidus infused into Torah and mitzvahs. The study of Torah and fulfillment of mitzvahs can actually occur as though a Jew and the Torah or mitzvahs are two separate things. Even when one studies Torah, which affects a yichud nifla, a wondrous union, unlike any other unifying God and man to become one, these words of the Al-Terebbe are commentary on what occurs within one's intellect. But Chassidus demands and leads the way for everyone and anyone to reveal his imminence and his vitality and thereby become one thing with Torah and with mitzvahs. This is possibly also the reason for why Chassidus is the preparation for the coming of Mashiach, when God's imminent desire and will will be revealed. All levels of revealed godliness to the level of the external level of Atik, God's essential will, allow space for some external reality to the essential divine. Hence, even when revealing into the world, it does not negate the possibility of world, a place of concealment. The imminence of Atik is the essence of godliness where nothing outside of the essence exists. And so when inner essence is revealed, into worlds, the world and godliness fuse into one, where one can apply the understanding of Ein Oed there is nothing but God. Even within the vitality in a body, there are two levels of general vitality that vitalizes as it flows through the entire body and all its limbs in a uniform way, And then there is the specific vitality appropriate for the specific limbs and their unique characteristics, like the vitality in a heel, which is referred to as the angel of death in man due to its unrecognizable and undetectable vitality. We could actually posit that the difference between the vitality of Chassidus that was revealed through the Baal Shem Tov to the vitality revealed through the Alter Rebbe are comparable 
to the two levels of vitality that we just discussed. The Baal Shem revealed a general vitality in Torah and Mitzvah performance, characterized specifically in faith, in Amuna, though faith permeates all of one's soul powers and affects a vitality of faith in them, it's only a general effect, as all soul powers connect to the essential faith of a soul. And just like the general vitality in a body doesn't reflect the individual aspects and characteristics of each limb, the Alter Rebbe, however, drew vitality into each individual soul power and into each individual aspect of divine service, like the individual vitality measured and fit to every unique need of the body's limbs. Hence, the Chabad of Chassidus, intellect, and the workings of intellect, is about grasping the details of an idea in a manner that this becomes enclosed in one's soul powers, affecting them in an imminent way, and each with its unique dynamic force and energy. Perhaps it would seem that when the vitality is divisible and detailed, it's on a lower level than a general vitality, because A, it seems limited as it suits the individual limbs, and B, vitality makes space for the unique energy of each particular limb, and yet the individual vitality has an advantage over the general vitality, in fact to the extent that it achieves an entirely new dynamic. General vitality lacks wholeness, as observed by the fact that it cannot vitalize individual components. Complete vitality is only where the individual parts and aspects can also be vitalized. This is true too for Teres Hasidus Chabad, specifically because the Alter Rebbe brought the vitality of Chassidus to the different and unique aspects of the soul powers, he brought wholeness to the Torah of the Baal Shem Tev, bringing the vitality of the Baal Shem Tev's Torah to the individual soul powers. Therein lies the connection between Chai Elul and Parsha Savai. The general vitality of Teresa Hasidus is alluded to in the idea we discussed of Savai, entering fully into the divine service of Torah and mitzvah observance, or entering fully into the land, the land being inherited and settled by all. Chassidus brings a point of vitality into one's learning of Torah and performance of mitzvahs. But Chassidus Chabad then draws this vitality into our inherited lives as Jews, and settled lives where our entirety is vitalized with Hasidus Chabad.